If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host, Mallory Donahue, and if you're listening to this via podcast, remember that we have a Facebook group, and if you're seeing this in the Facebook group and you want to have a fun, um, you know, thing to listen to, well, you know, if you can't watch a video or something, we do publish this as a podcast. Uh, Good morning to Glenda, and I think other Glenda, and Betsy, and Jennifer, and uh, I think Shannon joined us too, and Shannon's one of our newer members who's been super active. Thank you, Shannon, and Tracy, and Melissa. (laughs) Melissa says she's ready. She's back from vacay, and she's ready to sew. I'm... I'm going to take a vacay one day. Uh, (laughs) I think that after leggings class gets all finished and launched that I'm going to plan a little staycation. Kim says good morning and she's glad to see me and she hasn't seen me in a while. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in a while either. Uh, And I had to cancel Monday's live broadcast, so um, sorry about that, but I... Uh, did get everything taken care of. So hi, Marisa and Miriam. And Marisa says, oh, a reversed angle. Um, My set is set up a little bit differently today just because we have been filming leggings class. Woohoo! This is a pair of leggings. It's uh, just about finished. I think we need to trim the, trim the bottom hems off all the way. But this was a pair of leggings that we used as a sample in our, while we were filming, yesterday and these leggings were made in a video called how to construct leggings the ZD way (laughs) and Kate says she's listening to us under her desk which always makes me feel a little I don't know kind of like racy and um special like you know it's uh it's not like I I don't I don't think that being under your desk is necessarily like a sexual thing Kate but it does it makes it's kind of clandestine there's the word there's the word hey Lonnie how you doing okay so we have gotten finished filming quite a few of the leggings class videos still working on it um we I think we hope we hope to finish up filming next week uh most of it and then we might have a few more things to do the week after so anyway i'm excited that we are that this is going so nicely we have um we've worked on our copy shop paper of a drafting sheet and we're not quite ready to show that to you yet but i am it looked really cool it was neat to have something like with our name on it there was this big you know piece of paper and we think that if uh if it's something that you want to do if you're uh willing to print that out that it could be helpful it's not necessarily something you have to have and i will be putting together a list of pdf printers like you know, places where you can get these things printed out, and I need help, and I've got got you people listening right now um, from our listeners who are in Canada, who are in the UK and Europe, who are in Australia, who are in other countries. I'd like to put together a little bit of a guide for printers. Now, I got mine printed at my local Staples uh, here in Missouri, um, in the U.S., and I think it was it was like seven dollars and twenty nine cents or something like that uh, for me to get this big thing printed out, and I didn't mind uh, paying that for the for the 
uh, for the copy shop print, but then I've heard of things like of, of places that print them like for a lot cheaper. So anyway, I, w I wanted to put together a list of resources. So I might ask you for your help uh, in that if you all live in a place that's not the U.S., okay? Um, and then Kim says, I'm debating on buying the class because I have a leggings pattern I really, I have a leggings pattern that I really like already, but thinking the class would be good to learn about drafting. Um, yeah, it would be. And of course, I think that, um, what do I want to say? I, I mean, you know, you don't, you don't have to buy the class, of course, Kim, but I am going to start to talk about some fit issues and how we address those in the leggings class, and maybe that will help you make your decision, Kim, because it really is, it's about getting a pair of leggings that works for you, and the way we have you draft the leggings is that they don't have a, like any, they don't have a ton of negative ease, so these are really going to fit your body, they're going to be like a second set of skin, okay, and Everything is determined by your measurements. I asked in the group, I asked for people to <clears throat> tell me what their thigh measurement was. So when I was asking for that, I was asking for the biggest measurement around one of your legs, okay? And we got a really wide range of answers from people. And most most of the answers were somewhere in like the, I'll say the late 20s, <laughs> the high 20s, but then we had some people who were in the 30s, and then we even had some people who were in the teens with their measurements. And the reason I was asking this is because the copy shop paper is 36 inches wide, and so if you do have a thigh measurement that is larger than 36, you'll just have to, for your sloper, put a couple extra maybe pieces of like printer paper on the side of the copy shop um, paper as you draft your sloper, which is the pattern with no seam allowance, no hem allowance, no waistband or anything like that. So I was just trying to see how many people were in what size range. Now, my thigh is 25, I think. I can't I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I measured it yesterday, and I forgot to I forgot to post it. My thigh is twenty five, so that makes me a little bit uh, wider than the tracing paper that we sell. Uh, and I did trace my leggings pattern onto tracing paper to add in, you know, to use as I cut out. But I will leave my original pattern on the gridded paper. I'll leave that sloper there because we are going to have a lot of pattern hacks for the leggings, a lot of uh, things about color blocking, adding pockets. The leggings pattern that we have you draft in class, and this this is a, a pair of leggings for me, so that's why they're very long. They go, they go over my, my pregnant belly right now. Uh, these leggings have the seam up the front and the back, and <clears throat> I have an idea for leggings that have you know, the side seams and, you know, the crotch, uh, like strip going through there. We're going to teach you how to do the crotch diamond as well. Uh, lots of fun color blocking, like I said, and I've got a um, couple ideas for pockets to go on them, including a zippered pocket. So once you get your pattern, you'll be good to go on that once you get that sloper. Um, a lot of the people who commented on my post, <clears throat> excuse me, about leggings fit issues, okay? It was so, it was actually kind of exciting to see people's leggings fit issues because I just felt like 
our class is going to be able to fix them. I was like, this is, that's no problem, you know? <laughs> so some people were saying, my leggings slide down all the time. They slide down on my body. Um, when I'm doing things. And this can be uh, a result of a few things. Oh, Jennifer says my crotch is already a diamond. Absolutely, Jennifer. <laughs> You're a gem. <laughs> so uh, anyway, where, what, what was I saying? Uh, okay, if your leggings are slipping down. All right, there we go. So that can be due to a few reasons. Maybe the waist of your leggings, which, you know, we use the term waist. We're talking about the top of the leggings. You can have that hit wherever you want. Some people like their leggings low. Some people like them high, etc. You need to know where to place that. And you get to choose that, uh, that placement in leggings class. So you get to choose where the waist of your leggings will be. Also, we recommend for your first pair just doing this elastic um, on the top. And... You are going to have your elastic and you're actually going to stretch it around your waist and feel where it feels comfortable and how tight you want to make it to keep your leggings up. That's how we determine that. Uh, but making that height where you want it and drafting it from that place, from that measurement, that's going to help your leggings not slip down and also making the waist tight enough. Now, another reason that your waist might not be tight enough is because if you measure into a larger size in your hip and thigh area, let's say you need to buy a size large legging for your hip and thigh area to fit in, but maybe your waist is smaller according to the size charts and your waist could use the size small, well, the large leggings might be too large at your waist. So <laughs> that's okay because you get to measure your waist. So there's going to be no grading between pattern sizes here in this class, all right? You're just going to use your thigh measurement. You're going to use your waist, okay? Uh, <laughs> Glenda says, do I have to stop working out so I stop changing sizes? Absolutely, Glenda, just stop. Um, so <laughs> just stop working out. Uh, so from the waist to waist to hip ratio, like all of that jazz in there, I'm kind of like motioning around my belly, podcast listeners, um, are, you know, around your waist, thigh, hip area, you don't have to, you're not going to have to do a lot of reverse engineering to grade between sizes because you're just going to get to plot your measurements, okay? And this is, uh, this is, this is not, not too terribly hard once you know how to do it. And then Jennifer says to Glenda, who said she is changing sizes because she's working out, Jennifer says, Glenda, just keep taking in that seam allowance. And yeah, I, so I'm super excited because these are my pregnancy leggings and so far, I haven't gained a ton of, like, I mean, I think my butt's gotten a little bigger, not like, not like crazy big change or anything, but I am going to be able to, I think, if these leggings are still making me happy, once my belly goes down, which, you know, that takes, it, it doesn't happen immediately. It's not like you have the baby and then you have washboard abs, or at least I didn't, if you did, great. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to be able to actually just like lower the rise on these guys because do you see how long this is everybody? Here, let me hold these up. It's just, it's really high because I've got it going like up over my belly. Now, if you're pregnant, if you're a pregnant person or, 
or you ever make these for yourself when you're pregnant, maybe you don't want them to go over your belly. Some people like them going underneath their belly, which is a another option. Doesn't matter, you get to measure, you get to decide where to put it, okay? So you will get to decide all of that. Now, a few other things that people were talking about are tightness or bagginess around the knee and the calf and the ankle, okay? So I have, I feel like, kind of bigger thighs for the size of pants that I would, um, not thighs, calves. Um, I have bigger calves for the size of pants that I would generally buy. It's sort of like, oh, these pants seem to fit fine everywhere except for the calves. Oh, hi, Leandra. Hi, Kate. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think Stephanie joined us too. So um, we actually have you take some more leg measurements of your, of your legs in order to plot those and follow those lines, follow those width measurements so that you can fit comfortably in the leggings or you can taper enough so that they do fit you closely. Now, I think that this pattern, I haven't gotten to play around with it a ton yet in doing some like bigger hacks with this, but um, I think these would actually be pretty easy to make into sort of like a PJ pant that did not fit tight around the, you know, calf and the ankle. And I say they fit tight. They fit like a second, like a second skin is kind of like what I like to say, but they're not compression leggings. Okay. They're not like, Oh, they're so tight. It's hard to get them on. Now, if you want to make compression leggings, that is another option, and you will be able to do that. You'll just, you know, take in your seam allowance a little bit more, kind of like Jennifer said, uh, and probably keep your rise the same, etc. But I think that starting from a place where you just have like a nice, well-fitting pair of leggings, that'll be good. Now, we also discuss fabric choices in the class. We discuss how much stretch your fabric should have. And a few people were saying, I've tried to make leggings. They start to bag around the knee. I don't know if it's the fabric. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the pattern. Um, that's a definitely a valid concern. And, you know, our stretchy fabrics, if you wear the leggings several times without washing them, sure, they might start to get a little baggy. Uh, the ones I'm wearing right now are a double-brushed poly from L.A. Finch, and they are black, okay? And the double brush poly, it's a little, it's kind of thin. I wear these in public as pants. I'm fine with that. But I think maybe I'd only wear like the black double brush poly as leggings in public or like a patterned one. Because I think that if it was like a, I'm picturing like a light yellow or something, like you'd probably see my panty lines, you know, uh, without them being lined with something else. But this fabric here is like a thicker active wear. And I think that mom actually got this from Joann's. And it's one of those um, kind of like heathered athleisure knits that is so popular nowadays. So um, now, so I think that we are going to be able to address everyone's fit issues. And, you know, I'm not going to have to say things to you like, oh, well, if you normally have your leggings uh, slipping down, make sure to measure here and here and then grade between sizes and da 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 No, you are just going to take the measurements that we tell you to take. You're going to put them in your worksheet, pop out some calculations, and plot your points according to our video. So if you've ever, if you have taken the EZT video or excuse me, the Easy Tea class and watch those videos. It's very similar to what we did there. We'll have a measurement video. We'll have a how to use the worksheet video. 
we'll have a drafting video and then we show you, you know, how to make them. So I'm really excited for this class too, Shannon. Uh, Shannon says she's excited. And uh, it's just, I I really am. I really think it's going to be helpful to people. And it's, I, I don't want to say it's like not that hard or anything because I, I mean, it's not that hard once you know what you're doing. You know, once you get the information about drafting for yourself. And then I feel like for me, even though I have made myself pants before, the drafting process, so maybe this will help you decide, um, uh, I think it was I think it was uh, Kim who had asked, even though I've made myself a pair of ginger jeans before and pants, etc., drafting these has helped me see a couple of things about pants drafting that maybe I didn't realize before. So I do think it was informative. And we do have the class on a pre-order special right now. So it's $14.99 if you order before the release date. And then the price will go up to $19.99 on the release date, which is July 15th. So just keep that in mind um, as as you go forward. And, you know, Kate, you said you have a pair, like a leggings pattern that you, or Kate, excuse me, Kim. Uh, Kim, you say you have a leggings pattern that you already like. And I can definitely understand that. I do think we've got some good information in the class, even though it's more of a drafting class than necessarily like a sewing class. I think we've got some good information about using stretch thread in your machine and how to work with knits too. Um, we will, we do kind of give, we give a little bit of a disclaimer at the beginning of all of our construction videos, which is like, Check your owner's manual for your settings and your stretch stitch and da-da-da-da-da. But we do show you. We, we've got that video of ZD putting the entire, you know, uh, pair of leggings together. And so what we do with that, we've got her on the baby lock ovation. This is this, one of the sergers that we have in our studio. It's so lovely. We know not everyone has an ovation. Um, but uh, so we show on this cover stitch and serger combo machine, but then we also give some alternate sewing and finishing techniques on the <laughs> on on the sewing machine. Uh, and then Lonnie says a manual with two question marks after that. Yeah, I know. It's a foreign concept to Lonnie. You might end up getting it out. Maybe not. Who knows? So we we do show you a few techniques. So you're not going to be limited. It's not like we're like, hey, go buy a go buy a big old serger that you don't have already in order to make leggings. They can be made on the sewing machine. And we tested it, okay? We, mom's up here like making this pair of leggings and then <laughs> I come up and she's, she's like, hey, hey, come look at these. And I see that she's got these leggings on and she like turns around and she like bends over and puts her butt in my face. She's like, isn't it a good butt seam, you know? <laughs> So <laughs> she, uh, we definitely, we know that even if they are made in the sewing machine, even though that's not like the absolute, you know, uh, ideal uh, piece of equipment for knits, it can work. Hey, Brian, I think Brian, I think you joined us just when I was talking about the butt seam and ZD putting her butt in my face. So anyway, we know that the, we know that doing these on the sewing machine, it'll work. So you can, uh, check out, I think, um, maybe Lonnie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or some other tech-savvy person can uh, pop in the comments the link to the leggings class pre-order page. I tried to make a redirect from sewhere.com slash leggings, but I guess that's not working all the time for everybody. So I don't know what's going on there. I'll look into fixing that, but I will post a link to it if you're interested in pre-ordering that. And quite a few people have. Um, 
pre-ordered the leggings class. So I've got uh, testers lined up. We're, we're filming and we will get those out to you. But I'm so excited about this, uh, this class. Oh, Catherine asks a good question. Number one leggings problem, see-through fabric. Do you, aggress uh, do you address that in class? So see-through fabric. So we talk about fabric, okay? And we talk about I mean, obviously, you need to choose a fabric that is not, like, already see-through, okay? But part of the leggings class, okay, is that you are not adding in a bunch of negative ease. So you're not over-stretching the fabric when it's on your body, okay? That's what's really important about not, like, getting the sheer fabric from not sheer fabric, okay? So you don't want to overstretch it. Now, we do discuss different weights of fabric in the class, but, you know, sometimes people can find fabric at, like, thrift stores or on end-of-bolt sales or things like that. And we show you what kind of stretch it needs to have. So you can kind of hold it up to the light. You could hold it up to your skin. A few people have posted about having, and this is something that uh, the the staff here at SewHere.com doesn't have to really deal with that often because we are all white ladies. Um, so I really like having the perspective of a few of you have said, I've got darker skin. What about this, like, lighter fabric on my darker skin and it getting stretched out. Somebody posted about that. And that is something that I've come across a few sewing bloggers mentioning that is, it's something that hadn't, you know, come to my mind uh, because I hadn't had to deal with that in sewing for myself. I have had to deal with it in costuming, but I was just like, boom, that is what I need to, uh, <laughs> that is something I need to address. So uh, the customer, or the customer, I, I don't know if she's bought the class from us, but uh, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name, but she posted posted a picture of some fabric and it was a white knit and it had like pictures of guns on it and she's like oh I'm a little worried about this being too sheer especially on my darker skin showing panty lines maybe or showing you know underwear or la 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 and I recommended for that particular like fun pattern specialty knit maybe she do some color blocking to feature it maybe like on the side of her leg or something like that. Um, you know, so there are definitely, Catherine, good point. There are definitely some, not all knits are meant for leggings. And so that is in the fabric recommendations video. Uh, and you can ultimately make that choice. I know some people, some people might think that the double brush poly is maybe too thin for leggings. But like I said, for these that aren't, that I'm not having to like, you know, them onto my body. Uh, <laughs> since the leggings don't have a ton of negative ease, I actually find them quite comfortable and still like modest enough to where they're not showing um, a bunch. So, uh, oh, Shannon says, I bought the Sew Here box and had to look up what thread nets were. I had no idea what they were. Come to find out, I got some with my serger. Yes, you got thread nets with your serger. And actually, you can see here on my set, I have the thread nets uh, on the ovation for the maxi lock stretch thread and there will be maxi lock stretch thread in the sew here box as well and we recommend always using a thread net with the maxi lock stretch thread and so you will have them in fact uh ZD actually stores her open maxi lock stretch in 
in the thread nets. Oh, Kim says, do you explain how to keep the thread nets on? Yes, we do. <laughs> we we actually, um, we filmed a little video because mom is like, everybody's always putting thread nets on their thread wrong. Okay, so the thread nets that you're getting, I'll just, I'll just explain it right now. Uh, the thread nets you're getting are actually pretty long. I think they're like six inches long and of course, they kind of like stretch, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, mom just joined in. Mom, I'm going to share your thread net tip. So I this thread is actually still attached to the machine. Maybe you threaded your machine and you forgot to put the thread net on or something like that, okay? But, of course, if you had loose thread, mom shows putting the thread into the spool, your cut end, to keep it out of the way. And then, so you're not going to put it on from the top, okay? You're going to put it on from the bottom. And what you're actually going to do is you're going to put one end of your thread net up into the spool like this, okay, up from the bottom, and then spread the thread net. I'm going to get my fingers in here. Spread the thread net from the bottom up like so. Did you? I think that wasn't too hard to see. I think you all can uh, visualize that even though I'm not zoomed in. You get real zoomed in in the class. <laughs> Use the nice camera. <laughs> okay, so we uh, that is the really the best way to put the thread net on. So you don't have any like uncovered area on the bottom to where if your thread, of course your thread's going to pull on your thread net a little bit as it feeds. And so you don't get the thread net like pulling up or anything like that. Now this does work better with longer thread nets, but if they are shorter, okay, and it looked like this, okay, like from the bottom like this, this is still good. This is still okay if you have a, if you have your thread net if it's shorter like that, okay? Uh, because what we're really doing is we're keeping the thread from coming down. And Kimberly says, why do you need the net? So the MaxiLock stretch thread, uh, any stretchy thread, like a woolly nylon or something like that, or other specialty threads, I'll explain the thread net right now. Uh, some of those threads, as they are wound onto the spool, they can stretch, especially stretchy thread, but also things like metallic thread, okay, um, or even some very like slick rayon embroidery threads or something. They can want to like fall off the spool, okay, uh, and versus maybe a more textured like polyester construction thread. Like on the Mettler, those big Mettler spools that we sell, that thread clings to itself pretty nicely, and I don't really feel the need to use a thread net. And I don't, I don't really use thread nets like terribly often, but I do always use it with the MaxiLock stretch. So if we do this, then if our stretchy thread is it's unwinding off the spool and it's relaxing a little bit, of course, before it goes into the machine, it's not going to fall down, go under the spool, and get caught. And that's what Kim, Kim Shearer is saying. She says uh, it can get stuck under the um, spool, it can get stuck under the thread bar, it just helps with feeding. It keeps the thread in place as it should before you start to sew. Uh, so every serger actually, I guess I don't want to say every because I don't know for sure, but I would wager that 90% of sergers come with thread nets. And that's because serger thread comes on a cone in general and Sometimes those cones have support on the bottom under the thread, and sometimes they don't. And so even if it's just like normal serger thread, 
you might end up getting some thread going under there and you just want it to feed nicely. But um, the, uh, the thread net helps that all just stay in place until it's ready to be fed off into the serger or the sewing machine. And we talk a little bit about using MaxiLock in the bobbin on the sewing machine as well as using, you know, so using that stretch thread in your sewing machine to get a stretchier stitch. Because the serger has an inherently stretchier stitch than a sewing machine. It's, it's really meant for knits. <laughs> Lonnie says it's like a thread hug. That's very nice to think of it that way, Lonnie. Maybe, maybe we should just rebrand them. We should just pretend like we never knew thread nets were a thing, okay? And be like, we invented thread hugs. Somebody would totally do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, it looks like I've been talking to y'all for about 30 minutes, and it's time for me to get off of here and do some more work. And it was fabulous to see you. Sorry I missed you earlier this week, but it's been great to talk to you all in the group. And uh, tomorrow I'll join you. And I'm not quite sure what I'll be talking about tomorrow, but I'll figure it out. Uh, if you have any requests, you can let me know. I'm a little limited right now because our filming space is sort of dominated by leggings stuff which is makes me happy uh but <laughs> if you if you've got any requests you can let me know and i will see you all tomorrow at the same time at 9 a.m central standard time and i hope you get something sewn today if you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms join the group and listen to the cast about me